Worship in the World is a screen-free worship experience brought to you by Downtown Church. Downtown Church is a community of unfinished people based in Columbia, South Carolina. We believe in asking honest questions while we strive to follow Christ with our own communities, loving people wherever they find themselves on their faith journey. Thank you for being with us today. to worship with Downtown Church. We're glad that you're here this morning for the second Sunday in Advent. Let us pray. God who promises our future, we mark this moment in time. We mark time with Advent chocolates and Christmas cards. Help us to hit pause and to think about the family expecting a child, 
the family tired from traveling in uncertain territory, the family that includes us, navigating new terrain, timid and trusting. Remind us, O oh Lord, that however displaced we feel, you bring us the greatest promise, Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. Let's stand and sing. just told me I need help marking time. (laughs) Apparently I said it's the second Sunday of Advent. It's not. It's the fourth. (laughs) Y'all help me out. Jesus came to us so that we wouldn't have to pretend to have it all right. Thanks be to God. Jesus came and he overwhelmed us with grace. So it's in that posture of overwhelming grace that you and I come before Jesus today and we pray together the prayer of admission before you. Loving God, we don't love like we should. We don't listen like we should. We choose to spread hatred and gossip. Our impatience makes us blind to the miracles happening all around us. Help us to be present. Help us to be peacemakers in a world that so desperately needs your peace.
the Father, glory be to the Son, glory be to the Spirit, three and one. As it was in the beginning, it will be forever. God's mercy is from everlasting to everlasting. Hear and receive the good news of the gospel. In Jesus, we are forgiven. We get to live at peace. Thanks be to God. Amen. When you came in, you might have found a little card in your seat. That's one of our gifts to you. It's a poem written by a local poet and professor at the university. And it can be a gift for you. You can hold on to it or you can put a postage stamp on it and send it in the mail as a gift to someone else. The, the pick, the guitar pick last week, I forgot to tell you all, was in honor of our musicians, the people that are valued in our ministry. Good morning. A brief announcement immediately following worship service this morning, there will be a meeting of the tiny theologians in this corner right here to my left, seven to 11 year olds, this corner immediately after service, please meet Pastor Lucas over there. Thank you so much. Greetings, greetings. Our message this morning comes from Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 through 56. You can find it toward the end of your program. Please follow along if you choose. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. The scripture continues. This part of the scripture is considered Mary's song of praise. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is his name. 
His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This morning, for just a few moments, I would like to share with you a message with a simple one-word title, Greetings. Greetings. I bring you greetings, seasoned greetings, greetings. A polite word, a sign of welcome or recognition, greetings. We all know greetings. It's good to see you, greetings. How have you been? How's the family? Greetings. I'm so happy you're here today. It's been a while. I missed you. Greetings are these moments in time, these simple comment moments in times that are just fleeting. We don't too much pay attention to them. We don't spend a lot of time even thinking about the greeting. It's normally just a formality, an expected sign of hospitality. I, I believe over the course of the next couple of weeks or so, many of us will spend some time greeting some folks. It's probably going to happen. Chances are we're going to have some greetings going on. Whether we are the host or the visitor, we'll have a moment or two of greetings. Some greetings are simple. Some greetings are awkward. <laughs> some greetings are rehearsed. You know, sometimes you got to practice that smile in the mirror before you go into the room. Anybody ever do that? You know y'all got to do that next week. I ain't going to pick on you. <laughs> we, we greet. We embrace. We give instructions. Uh, come on in. Put, take your coat off. Put your coat in the kid's room over there. Have you ever been that kid, they put all the coats in your room growing up? <laughs> That's a sermon for another time. <laughs> Greetings. Are, are y'all okay with dogs? What about cats? And everybody who always tells me the dog won't jump on me, the dog always jumps on me, by the way. Can I get you something to drink? Grab a seat. And, of course, the ubiquitous make yourself at home. Greetings. After the formality of all these greetings, we find our places and the visiting, the visiting officially begins. Now we're in visitation mode. We greet, we visit, we depart. It's like, like an opening, it's like the body, it's like a closing, like an APA paper back in college, right? It's a process. We greet, we visit, we depart. And, and that's not necessarily true because as, as I was writing this, something crossed my mind. We could do a whole sermon series on departing. <laughs> because, you know, the leaving process is not that simple. You don't just depart. I mean, I don't know if you have people in your life like I do, but for some of us, we got to announce our departure two hours before we plan on leaving. <laughs> I mean, there's the departure that you announce in the kitchen, then there's the departure in the living room, the departure at the front door, and y'all, I got people, there's a departure at the car outside. It takes two hours to get out of there. I love it. It's a good thing, though. But here's the deal. It's so standard. It's so normal. We just do it. But I got to tell you something. We would not consider this meeting of Mary and Elizabeth as a normal meeting. This is not your typical average greeting. 
This is not just something that's done. There's something going on here. I mean, check this out. Mary is entering the house. Mary greets Elizabeth. The child in Elizabeth's womb leaps. Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit. We're still greeting, y'all. We're just greeting. Elizabeth says, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Greeting. She goes on, blessed is she who believed that there, should be a, there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. Greetings. And then Mary responds, my soul, my soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Anybody ever felt lowly? Ever been lowly? Ever been so low that people didn't see you, but your faith told you that God did see you? That's the reminder here. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed. This is just the greeting. There's no record. No record of them asking to take Mary's coat. There's no record of, hey, Mary, how have you been? How's the family? How was your trip? Take a seat or offering her a drink. No record of that. Mary and Elizabeth go from zero to 100 just like that. The greeting is everything. When I read this passage, and I read it again, and I read it again, and I read it again, every time I read it, I smiled. Every time. And my smile got bigger every time I read it. Because I kept visualizing these two women coming together. And though nowhere in the Scripture does it say they smiled and they were joyful, it seems like there was just joy coming off the pages. They were happy to see each other. They were genuinely excited to be in the presence of each other. Greetings. They recognized the presence and goodness of God. It's almost as if it wasn't just a greeting. This was a worship service. It wasn't just a greeting. This seemed to be a holy moment. I know this isn't the Holy Interruption series, but this seemed to tie into that for me. Something holy was going on here during this greeting, this holy moment that was set apart by God. This is a greeting that was foretold, ordained, and orchestrated by God. And there's a line that Elizabeth says to Mary. I read it earlier, but I want to read it again for you. Elizabeth says to Mary, Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. What does the future hold? I'd answer that question with a question. What do you believe the future holds? What do I believe? What do we believe? Do we have the faith, the fortitude, the belief, the humility, and the joy of Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist? Two people who were called to fulfill God's purpose. Two people feeling in a lowly state. Two people that according to those customs, those times, those expectations, neither one of them should have been with child. Two people that could have easily been outcast. Do we have that faith, that fortitude, that humility? When they saw, check this out, when they saw what God was doing in each other's life, there was joy, there was affirmation, there was confirmation. Go back to their greeting. Have you ever been excited by what God is doing in somebody else's life? Have you ever seen somebody and just seen God working in them and through them and with them and it brought you joy? Have you ever just felt, oh my goodness, God is doing something wonderful for that? Not for me, it's not even about me, it's about somebody else. What does the future hold? Greetings. Mary and Elizabeth, 
They believed what the future held because they held the future within them. Let me say that again. They believed in what the future held because they held the future within them. What does the future hold? What if, just what if here at Downtown Church, we are holding the future within us? What if? Just go with me for a second here. What, what, what if we were all carrying something for God right now? What if inside of all of us right now was something that God was birthing for his greater good? What if, what if what the future holds is not something out there that we have to imagine, but something in here that we can manifest? What if an idea, a solution, a plan? What if acknowledging and celebrating what God is doing through you encourages you to acknowledge and celebrate what God is doing through someone else. What if this space here at Downtown Church, the spiritual space, is a collective space for us to greet, to get excited, to support, and to birth all that God has planted in all of us? What if God is still speaking to us? What if God is still speaking? Are we listening? What our future holds doesn't and won't depend on God speaking to us because God is speaking to us. I can promise you that. I believe God has, God is, and God will speak to us. What our future holds depends on us believing in the fulfillment of what God has spoken to us. That's what depends on it. God can speak. We got to believe. God can speak. We got to believe. Go back what, what Elizabeth said to Mary. Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. Do we believe what God has spoken to us? What if God is still planting those seeds? Seeds that we are to carry. Seeds that we are to incubate. Seeds that we are to nurture. Those seeds that go against conventional wisdom. Those seeds that make no sense. Those seeds that happen to people that it shouldn't happen to. Those things that make us say, I don't understand it, but it's happening. Can somebody explain it? And those of us, as smart as we think we are still, can say, I can't explain it. That's just a God thing. I can't even explain it. What if God is still doing unexplainable, unimaginable, miraculous things here at Downtown Church simply because he spoke it and we believed it? And what if it all came to fruition through greetings? What role does a greetings play in that? And when I talk about greetings, let me be real. I'm not talking about us just greeting each other during holy interruption. Oh, that's a good thing, and let's continue to do that. I'm talking about greeting anybody, everybody, at any place, at any time, even off the grounds of the church. Greetings. See, let me share one thing with you, then I'm going to sit down. This is what I believe. This is what I believe. People are going to cross our path individually and collectively. People are going to cross our path. And the greetings will make a difference. I, 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 believe, I believe greetings make a difference. I believe the way that we greet each other makes a difference. I believe that if we are approachable, if people can connect with us, I, I believe that what we see and what we say to someone can make all the difference in the world. If nothing else, it can make a difference in their day. If nothing else. Greetings. What does the future hold for us? We got some greeting to do, y'all. 
we got to greet some folks. Greetings create God spaces. Greetings can create God spaces all around us. Greetings can uplift. Greetings can inspire. Greetings can encourage. Greetings can be a good reminder. I don't know about you, but every now and then I need a good greeting. You ain't got to buy me nothing. <laughs> you ain't got to give me anything. <laughs> you ain't all oh, just, just give me a good greeting every now and then. We all need that. Greetings are those moments where we see people. Greetings precede growth. Hear me, somebody. Greetings precede growth. We talk about growing and building and doing, and we shall as we listen to God. But first, we must greet. First, we must greet. What does the future hold? We won't really know until we continue to greet and believe. Let us believe what God has spoke to us downtown church. Let us continue to greet each other and to see what God is doing in each other and recognize that whatever the future holds, our greeting and our believing creates the path for God's work. Thanks be to God. Just thank the Lord. 
You just thank the Lord. You just thank the Lord. Thank you, Charles, for that good word, and thank you all for that musical tune. Let us now go to God in prayer, thanking God that we don't need a ticket. We just got to give him thanks. So let us now pray. God, as your servant Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. You chose to first greet the world in a conversation between two women. You chose to greet us as a humble child in a stable. And God, we thank you that you still meet us and greet us in the world around us. Loving God, in a season of anxiety, of exhaustion, of endless to-dos, allow us to greet every moment because it is in the moments that you are also. As Mary held Jesus, as Elizabeth held John, We are holding on to the future of this church and of this community. Help us to birth the future. Equip us to be your church here and now. And let us greet your world with love, with grace, and with radical hospitality. And hear us now as we pray the prayer that your son, Jesus the Christ, taught us, saying together, Our Father, who art in heaven hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now let us rise in body or spirit as we affirm what we believe, saying together the words of the Apostles' Creed found in your program. So downtown church, what is it that we believe? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I invite you to remain standing as we sing together our final song, Go Tell It on the Mountain.
While shepherds kept their watching O'er some flocks by night Behold, throughout the heaven There shone a holy light Go tell it on the mountain Over the hill and everywhere Go tell it on the mountain Jesus Christ is born Shepherds feared and trembled when low above the earth rang out the angel chorus that hailed our Savior's birth. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, Jesus Christ is born down in As you leave this place, remember this week, remember this week, let's greet, let's believe, let's greet, let's believe. Greetings to all. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us henceforth now and forevermore. Let the church say amen. 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 Merry Christmas. Go in peace. If you feel compelled to support the church financially, you can give a secure gift online at downtownchurch.me forward slash give.